I was thinking about doing some gambling myself. You know, just a little bit of money. Maybe doubling it and doubling it several more times. I don't know. Kind of just for fun. I was thinking, do you have any tips or ideas about sure things? Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of By the Hook. Colby Powell, Andrew Gilman with you. We're going to have a couple of episodes today. One, to talk about the World of Football Championship Saturday this weekend, as well as Week 15 in the NFL, as we get close to winding down the regular season there. That's what we'll be talking about here. And then make sure you listen to our other podcast as well, where we dive into all of the NBA futures, MVP odds, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, win totals uh, for every, not necessarily every team in the NBA. We won't go that deep, but certainly the Oklahoma City thunder and then some of the notables will check out the win totals there as well and trust me we will get to uh andrew's atlanta falcons at some point but we're going to start in college football andrew before we get on to your favorite team because it's championship saturday and we've got the oklahoma sooners trying to redeem themselves at jerry's world against iowa state and ou is a five and a half point favorite so you know they lost this game earlier in the season but it's a very different OU team than what we saw whenever they played Iowa State the first time around. So what are, what are you feeling? What's your gut on this game? My gut on this game is I think it'd be hard to take OU. I know that they were winning big, gave up a lead. It's Iowa State. It doesn't seem quite right because, well, we haven't had a lifetime where Iowa State played for a conference championship. I mean, I think I could say that with some certainty, right? I mean, without even looking that up, right? Yes, my my uh, grandpa passed away about a month ago at the age of 89. And, none, yeah, at the age of 89, he passed away a couple months ago. He was not born the last time Iowa State played for a conference championship. Well, I mean, there was a time in the early 80s where they had a young spry Mac Brown over there. But, uh, you know, before he came to Oklahoma as an offensive coordinator, but uh, I don't remember Iowa State being this effective. And when I say effective, I mean, this is probably a better team than OU in a lot of ways. They're better offensively. They're getting more yards per rush. They have a, a competent quarterback that uh, Spencer Rattler is a star. I don't know that he's a star this year. Uh, Brock Purdy is consistent. Uh, the defense is good. They've got playmakers all over the field. And OU's the five-and-a-half-point favorite. I sort of like the points here with Iowa State. That's my first. That that's my gut. Talk me out of it. Uh, man, that's honestly, I, I don't really know what I was expecting you to say, but that's kind of the opposite of my gut. I I don't know why. It's uh, OU has been so good in this game. They've dominated whenever they've gotten down there. Um, you know, let's look yeah. here. Twenty seventeen, OU beats TCU forty one to seventeen. Twenty eighteen, OU beats Texas thirty nine to twenty seven. Twenty nineteen, yeah. OU beats Baylor thirty to twenty three. So, as five and a half point favorites, there has not been a Big Twelve championship game within that number since they went back to the championship game, and OU's won all three of those. Uh, also. Man, I just think I, I am so high on – I shouldn't use that phrasing. Let me rephrase here. I am so impressed with what Ronnie Perkins and Ramondre Stevenson uh, have brought to the yeah. table since they've been yeah. reinstated at Oklahoma. Yep. And I, I just think it's a different team. I think that for Iowa State to win this game, they would have to win the turnover battle by probably two. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that they can't do that. They definitely could. Spencer Rattler's been turnover prone at times this year. But my gut tells me to take OU and lay the five and a half because if there's one thing I know about OU, it's that whenever it comes time to win a conference title, they're just quite a bit better than everybody else in this conference. There's no question they're better. And they play better. And 
you know, under Lincoln Riley and, and certainly suits toward the end of his career. These teams play better as the season goes on. Now, notwithstanding a, a playoff or something like that, I'm not talking about that, but as the Big 12 season winds on, they get better. They, they tend to lose to a team early on in the season that they shouldn't. That's been a problem. Iowa State was there. There's no question that they're going to be focused. The question is, of those games that you mentioned, OU was had established playmakers all over the field, experienced playmakers all over the field. You knew exactly what to expect, which was OU was going to go out for you. Now, this year, maybe the team is more, how do you say, fit to play for a national championship, although they're not going to get there in the sense that they have a, a pretty solid defense. But offensively, man, they could go. They went two and a half quarters against Baylor without either trying or able to get anything going, they went dormant. And I think that that's going to probably happen again in this game against Iowa State. I'm not suggesting that Iowa State's going to go run away from them. I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't see OU with the same firepower they've had in these Big 12 championship games that you've mentioned where they've blown people out. They, They don't have that sort of ability. Yeah, and look, I'm not advocating for OU as one of the best teams in the country. I certainly don't think that they deserve a spot in the college football playoff with two losses earlier in the season. I've heard a lot of conversation, especially on local sports talk radio over the past 10 days, uh, about how they could compete if they did get in with some of the big boys. Look, I I don't think that this is an Oklahoma team that could stay within three touchdowns of Alabama or Clemson. I think they would get obliterated if they got in to the college football playoff. That being said... I mean, Iowa State's a far cry from that, and I think they're a good b- football team, but they're also a flawed football team. You know, they they lost to uh, Oklahoma State, and the game ended up being a three-point game, but it really wasn't that close. Oklahoma State led by 10 pretty much all day, and they scored a late touchdown. Yep. They lost to Louisiana yep. to open the season. Yep. Now I know that's to open the season, but, I mean, they scored 14 points on their home field and got run no, this is out a, of the I'm park I'm not suggesting that there's some sort of Alabama either. You're right. No, you're right. I like for you to win the game. I don't think they're going to run away and hide from them. I think this is a touchdown game the whole way through. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think this is. I don't think this is a blowout by any stretch. And if that's the case, I sort of like Iowa State in the points here, just because I don't trust OU as much as I have in the past. Yeah, I think if I was picking it, I'd pick it somewhere in the neighborhood of like thirty-eight to twenty-seven. So not running away and hiding, but still comfortably winning the game. So I think I would have to take Oklahoma and lay the five and a half there. Of course, that's not the only big game on Saturday. Uh, the, the next one that intrigues me the most is Clemson and Notre Dame. This is another rematch of two teams earlier in the season where the team that won the first one is now an underdog in the championship game. Of course, Trevor Lawrence did not play the first time against right. Notre Dame, and Notre Dame right. won that game. But Clemson now is a 10-and-a-half-point favorite in this game against Notre Dame. How does that sit with you? It doesn't sit well. I mean, uh, right off the top of my head, I like the points in Notre Dame. I think that they've been consistent. Uh, I like the quarterback play. Uh, that being said, I mean, is there a better quarterback in the country than Trevor Lawrence? No. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. Uh, when he's playing, obviously when he's sitting out, that's another story. Uh, I'm looking at the money on this game. It's 57% of the bets are on Notre Dame. 76% of the money is on Notre Dame. So uh, there, there's a lot of interest in that way. I think it's just too many points. Uh, I don't know that this Clemson team goes and runs away from anyone either. We're talking about OU doing that. So off the top of my head, I, I would probably take Notre Dame in the points here. Boy, we are – uh, Are you seeing 10 and a half, 10? I'm seeing 10 and a half right now. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I go. That's what I'm looking at too. You going to go the opposite way? Again. We're two for two on disagreements. I like the favorite yeah. here again. I, I think that this line um, obviously would be a lot different had Trevor Lawrence played the first time, but I, I think that he makes such a huge difference to what that team does, confidence wise. And, and I think to me, this is a statement game for Clemson. I don't think that Clemson is going to go out and play with their food if you will. I think Clemson is going yep. to go out and try to make a statement, and I would not be surprised at all if this were a 45-27 to 27 Clemson win. I, I, think, I think the gap between Clemson and Notre Dame is still pretty big. Aside from that one win against Clemson earlier this year where they were missing their starting quarterback, every time for the last, it seems like, decade that we've seen Clemson get on the big stage – in a, a matchup with one of the elite teams in the country, they've got ramrodded. And yeah, I, I'll yeah. be honest, I kind of think something similar is going to happen Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's out of the question at all. But when you say Clemson's going to make a statement, what statement do they have to make? What statement are they possibly having to make here? Oh, I they think lose? they're just mad that people are comparing Notre Dame to them because they beat them earlier in the season without Lawrence. Uh, okay, well, fair enough then. Okay, I sort of see that then. But, yeah, I, I don't see this as being a statement game for Clemson. I mean, They've played in every big game that, that that's possible over the last, what, four or five years? So every game's a statement game for these guys. Uh, they're no different than an Alabama team. They're no different than an Oklahoma team in that regard. They're playing big games every week. I don't I don't know that they have anything to prove here. I, I, I like the ten and a half. I think it's more of a – it's more of a – more of a, a, a Clemson – a fade Clemson sort of existence of being that great. But I, I'm not – I'm not happy about picking Notre Dame in this game. I would not be happy to do it. This is a no play for me, if anything, because uh, I don't want to sit there and hope for Notre Dame and Clemson to trade punts because the only way that Notre Dame keeps this close is if, if they can possibly I – don't, I don't think they can keep up scoring in the ball. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, all right, let's do rapid fire so we can move on to the NFL. We'll rifle through some of the ones that are much bigger spreads and much less interesting. Alabama and Florida. Alabama's favored by 17 and a half. Well, uh, how many shoes are we talking about here? One shoe, two shoes, Florida, LSU. You with me here? You not knowing what I'm talking about? You're awfully quiet all of a sudden. I have no idea what you're talking about. The Florida guy that threw the shoe last week during the game against LSU didn't see it. The game didn't see. Oh my it. gosh! It was the play of the year. It was the play of the year. It cost him a penalty. LSU wins the game. Either way, Bama, Bama's, Bama's three touchdowns better than everybody that they're going to play this year. I think that this is clearly the best team that we've seen. If you're asking me to evaluate other Big Ten teams or Tulsa or someone that's played five games, I can't do it. But we know everything that you need to know about Alabama. Alabama. I, I would lay the point. I would lay the point here. Alabama is so freaking good this year. It's, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, they are miles ahead of anybody else that we've seen. I will gladly lay the 17 and a half. That's a play that I actually like. That's not just, oh, yeah, I think that's the, the right side. No, that's a play no. I actually like is Bama minus the 17 and a half. And they destroy teams. They're not fooling around. They beat, they beat, they're beating, I think they're beating everyone like by 30-something points this year. I don't know what the number is. I saw some sort of stat on it earlier. But, you know, it, it'd be easy for them to lay off and beat Arkansas 27-7. to We're beating them 52-3. to And it's over at halftime. These games have been over at halftime, and I expect that they'll do the same thing again. Yep, I agree. Uh, Northwestern Ohio State, 21-point spread. Well, this is a joke to me. I, I don't understand how... They can change the rules in the middle of the season. This should have been this should have been a, a different matchup with different teams. I know Indiana didn't cause a fit and they didn't threaten lawsuits or anything like that, but 
I don't know how good Ohio State is. I'm cheering. I'm cheering my ass off for Notre for Northwestern in this game. Yeah, I hope uh, that they cover the twenty, and I think that their defense is probably good enough. The problem is they may only score sixteen points. Yeah, I'm going to take Ohio State minus the 21 because this is another yep. situation where we've just seen this time and time again in the Big Ten. Yep. Ohio State gets yep. to this game, and they just beat whoever comes out of the other side by 50. So Yeah, it seems like that's going to happen again, too. They have way more firepower. Northwestern's a nice story. Indiana would have been better, though. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm not real big on much parity in college football. I'm riding with pretty no. much all the favorites in these conference championship games. What about Oregon and USC in the de facto Pac-12 conference championship game? I'll tell you what, yeah, I mean, I watched, uh, yeah, USC and Washington is what it was supposed to be, right? So what kind of line are you getting on Oregon and uh, USC now? USC's a three-point favorite, by the way. This one's Friday night. I watched quite a bit of that USC-UCLA game, and I'll tell you what, I like this USC offense. I like Slogan a, a lot at quarterback. I think he's good. This is the team that I would take. I, I haven't seen enough of these teams. They haven't played enough games. USC is the team I would take there. Um, I would probably take Oregon just because USC has something on the line, something to play for. And basically since Pete Carroll left, they lose all those games. So <laughs> I just, I mean, that's my logic. There's not a whole, I haven't watched a bunch of these teams. Uh, I would take Oregon because USC finds ways to lose these games. Uh, all right. Last game in college football and then we'll transition to the NFL. I mean, you mentioned them. We got to show some love. It's the championship game in the American, and Tulsa's a 14-point underdog to yeah. college football playoff hopeful. Yeah, right, like the committee's going to let that hope happen. Cincinnati, 14-point yeah. line. What do you think? Man, we didn't know that maybe Oklahoma State's win earlier this season against Tulsa. It looked terrible at the time. Remember, they couldn't score any points. They got the third, second-string quarterback, then they went to a third-string quarterback. It turns out Tulsa's pretty good if they hadn't had, it seems like, half their season canceled. Uh, they're playing on different nights. They, they should have been playing Cincinnati last week, right? This should have been a, a, a back-to-back situation. Am I right about that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were supposed to play yeah. in the regular season, and Cincinnati's dodging them. They're ducking them, Andrew. That's exactly what they're doing. Cincinnati's got a lot to play for here. Like you were saying about Clemson trying to make a statement, I think Cincinnati over – I think they pressed too much in this game. I'd take Tulsa in the two touchdowns and, and hope that Cincinnati sort of chokes a little bit. Tulsa, uh, that's uh, defense – pretty legit i like them I, I i'd hold on to those 14 points yeah i'd take tulsa as well you know you can call me a homer if you want to for but the only dog i'm picking uh is the yep. state team that's not true i took oregon oregon's three-point dog but that's a short dog this is a longer dog in tulsa yep. i just think cincinnati's one of those teams that you know there's all this conversation about the playoff can they get in can't will the committee right. even allow it to happen and it's all this right. outside noise that's about everything other than what happens on the football field. It's about what happens in a room full of 12 people, or I guess on a Zoom full of 12 people. Uh, right. So I, I think I would take Tulsa plus the 14 and think Cincinnati maybe won't be locked and loaded uh, for We're this thinking one. The same one. We're yeah. thinking the same way. And there's too much noise. Uh, yeah, and Cincinnati's going to have – I think they're going to be pressing too much. I agree. Yep. I, I agree. Yep. I think so as well. All right, let's transition to the NFL tomorrow night. We've got Los Angeles and Las Vegas, and the Raiders are a three-point favorite at home. The Raiders, of course, still hopeful for the playoffs uh, as a wild card, obviously, certainly not catching the Kansas City Chiefs. You like the Raiders at home laying the three? Oh, I probably do in this case. I mean, just because it doesn't seem like the right – I, I don't believe in the Chargers. I know that they beat. Uh, I know that they beat the best team in the NFL with the worst record, the Falcons, last week. But I, I'm not a huge fan of the. I'm not a huge fan of the Chargers. I'm not a huge fan of Anthony Lynn. 
I'd probably take the Raiders here, yeah. Are you sure that the best team in the NFL with the worst record isn't the Chargers? Are you sure it's the Falcons? I just feel like you well, love the, the Falcons. I do love the Falcons. I love their line. It seems like they have a good line every week. And I just, they haven't quite... Well, it just hasn't worked out for me. How about that? It just hasn't worked out. I was in Colorado last week, so we didn't record. But two weeks ago, I said, Andrew, stop what you're doing. And you bet the Falcons yep. plus the three against the Saints. They end up losing by five in what was a pretty decent game. Uh, so they didn't cover there. Uh, okay, the Atlanta Falcons this Sunday at home, noon game, division game. They're catching six at home against the Bucks. You like them to cover the six? Um, you know what? 98% of the money. 98% of the money is on the Bucks here. That's ignorant. That's, that's so ridiculous. And by the way, the Bucks only won last week because Dan Bailey forgot how to kick. He got the shanks or something. I, we've seen it happen. It's happened to both of us on the golf course where whatever you do, it all goes wrong and it goes sideways. That's what happened to Dan Bailey. Yeah, he got the yips have they fired, bad. Have they fired him? Uh, no, not yet. I think they're hoping he snaps out of it, but it was to the point where they were going for it in obvious field to. goal situations on like fourth and six from the 25. They had to. Yeah. Uh, you can't blame them, right? No, uh, no, no. I would have been Bucks. going for it too. The kicker did not have it that day at all. I, I don't like I don't like doing this to you again, Colby, but when 98% of the money's on one side, only 51% of the bets, by the way, but the public, 51% uh, of the bets, 49%, 98% of the money. It's either the sharpest play of all time to go with the Falcons, or you ride with you ride with the squares. You ride with the squares. I can't, I've never we haven't seen ninety eight percent all season. We haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm going to make a big mistake here. I'm going to agree with you and say that we should uh, be backing the Falcons in this spot. Home game, divisional game, late in the season against a Bucks team that's good, not great. I still think right. they're trying to figure out exactly how to make it work down there, exactly how to tailor the offense to Brady and what he's doing at this point in his career. So uh, against, Mark it down. against it down. my better First judgment, against yep. my better judgment, I'm taking the Falcons plus the six on Sunday. So I'll be really paying close attention to see how that one plays out. I know a game a lot of people in this state are going to be paying close attention to is the uh, battle of OU quarterbacks. We've got Jalen Hurts v. Kyler Murray. Jalen Hurts wins his first career start last week against the New Orleans Saints of all teams. Clearly gave Philly a spark. Arizona's favored by six as the home team here. Does Arizona cover the six against Philly? 90% of the money, Colby, is on the Eagles here. Oh, my God. To catch six points. What is with all these lopsided money totals? Yeah, so far we're two for two on ridiculous numbers. We haven't seen anything in the 90s all year, I think. And there's still another one out there, too, that we haven't got to yet. 90% of the money is on the Eagles. Is that an overreaction to Jalen Hurts? Has to be. Absolutely has to be. But the fact that you could say that out loud, an overreaction to Jalen Hurts, who is, like you mentioned, even as college quarterbacks go, good, not great. Great record. Part of that is playing at Alabama and Oklahoma. You beat. 95% 95% of the teams that you play. That's just what happens when you sign up to play for one of those two teams. But great, is, is he worth the six and a half points here? Are you just are you just hoping that Jalen Hurts uh, plays it close? And is Kyler Murray still, is, is he injured? There was shoulder issues. It looks like he's had some, he's had some problems. His Cardinal team has sort of dropped off a little bit. I don't know that I trust him to cover the six. I'd probably go with the square side here and take the, take the Eagles and the points. 
See, I'm going to lay the six with Arizona. I think that uh, Jalen Hurts last week, I think he caught the Saints off guard. I think that they let, yeah, their, they, no they let their guard down. They didn't know what to expect. They, they didn't even no know question. Jalen Hurts was starting until like Thursday or Friday. And I, I think he just caught him off guard. I am fully in the camp of uh, Kyler Murray's a superstar. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a long-term starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, now, no. may- maybe I'm wrong. We've seen Taysom Hill do some good things in relief work. I think Jalen Hurts can be a really good backup quarterback in the NFL, but I don't think he's a long-term starter. So uh, I will lay the six with Arizona. I think they'll win this game somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 27-14, something like that. Uh, I don't think it'll be as exciting of a game as I think people around here want it to be. Uh, how about this game on Sunday afternoon? This I'm, I'm assuming is Fox's America's Game of the Week. It's Kansas yep. City at New yep. Orleans. Kansas yep. City looks like a freight train with no brakes. Andrew, Except I got six for, to one Super Bowl odds at the start of the yep. season, and I am loving it. So, what do you think about the three point line here? I'm on them. I'm on them five to one. I waited a week too late, so I have them at five to one. I don't love them this week, though. Uh, you know that was a pretty good cover by the Dolphins last week. You know the Chiefs give up uh, that late uh, field goal when the Dolphins were down. What was it? Ten. No, they were down nine or something. So I can't remember what it was, but they get that late field goal, needed another onside kick and another possession. Didn't work out for them, but the Dolphins get the late cover. The Saints, a short dog at home, coming off of that weird game against the Eagles, are getting 13% of the money. 87% of the money is on the Chiefs. I like the Saints here. I think that they catch Kansas City in a good spot. It's strictly situational here. I think this is a great situational play for the Saints. The Chiefs are already wrapped up. You know what's going to happen with them in the playoffs. This is another story for another time. The Saints, I think, are the situational play here. 37% of the best and only 13% of the money, Colby. I think that's the spot. I, di- three. I, I disagree because Kansas City still has something to play for. They have a one-game lead on Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh, yeah. I believe they would have had the tiebreaker when they each had one loss because their loss was out of conference, uh, but now their other loss is to the Bills, so that's two out-of-conference losses now that Pittsburgh has, whereas the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, so that would be the tiebreaker since they didn't play head-to-head, so they've got to stay ahead of Pittsburgh to get that one seed. Only one team gets a bye this year since they've expanded the playoffs. Um, I think that Kansas City still has something to play for. I don't think that they want to leave the comfortable confines of Arrowhead until the Super Bowl. So I think Kansas City will be playing motivated the rest of the season. And, uh, I mean, if I can get the absolute, unequivocal, no doubt about it, best team in football anytime laying three, I'll lay three. So I'm going to lay lay three and take my chances. I think I think it's just I think it's just a good spot for the Saints, but I definitely see your uh, logic there. All right, you want uh, There's a couple other numbers I just want to throw at you real quick. Go ahead. I uh, had, I had not, one more dog I wanted to get to because there's a dog I really like this week. But go ahead, fire away. One, here's a dog I really like that's getting three percent of the money. Ninety-seven percent of the money's on the 49ers at the Whoa. Cowboys. Two and a half to three and a half point favorite. I don't know where you have it right now. I've got it at Cowboys three. Have. I've got it at three. San Francisco's I a three point it. favorite. I, I love the Cowboys in this spot. 3% of the money back home. Everyone thinks they're done. I know that they beat the Bengals last week, but the Bengals are poorly coached, don't have any talent. I sort of feel bad for them over there. Uh, but the Cowboys coming home here, catching three, and the and the absolute squares are lined up here. 70% of the bets, 97% of the money. 
Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's actually not the one that I was looking at. The one I was okay. looking at was Bill Belichick versus a rookie quarterback is what I was oh looking at. Goodness. Patriots yeah, are catching two, Andrew. We've been on that train all year, and it's done pretty well for us, hasn't it? I mean, we've been loading up on Bill Belichick. This team isn't any good. This no, Patriots team is nothing special. They still They're won six games. special at all. 67, your theory is holding true here. 67% of the money, uh, 58% of the bets are on the Dolphins. Uh, I'm seeing two and a half also. Uh, don't make me don't make me play this game. I'm not interested in this one at all, but I, I, I like it. your logic. It's an if, auto if play. I play if, if I play this one, it's Patriots, but it's most likely a no play. Yeah, it's an auto play for me. It's Belichick against a rookie quarterback. We, we've seen it. We've seen it. And Kyler's not a rookie, but he's a young guy. We saw him, you know, the defense stifled Kyler, and the Patriots yep. won that game. The very next week, yep. they played Justin Herbert and shut yep. him out. Destroy him. They destroyed him. Yeah, destroyed him. 45 nothing. So uh, I will take Belichick as an auto play, as a two point dog. Uh, the only other game on the docket that is of any interest to me this week is Seattle at Washington with Seattle as a six point favorite. Tell me what you like there, and then we'll call it a day. It's a crazy, it's another short dog at home. Washington's plus three. Is that what you said? Plus three? No, so no, no. Plus six. Washington's plus oh, it's six. Open to three. It's open to three. It's at five and a half. Right? I've seen it at five and a half. Whatever. 14% of the money only on Washington here. 86% on the Seahawks. The Seahawks, I don't trust them. I know that they beat the Jets last week. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. They don't blow teams out. Seahawks aren't blowing anybody out. I like Washington in the points here. I think this is a solid team. The defense is good. Of course, it all hinges on whether Alex Smith plays. If he's hurt and doesn't play, and they got to go to Haskins, forget about it. I don't. I don't I'm not going to back any team like that. But Chase Young and Alex Smith—that's a nice combination this year, offense and defense. Give me Washington. Give me this sharp, sharp play there with only 14% of the money, 47% of the bets. Uh, I like them catching points at home against the Seahawks team. Yeah, you you made my point for me about Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins. Alex Smith has been yeah. such a steadying presence for that team, which is really what they needed. Years. He's been that guy for 15 years, hasn't he? Yeah, all over the league. Yeah, he's he's yep. been he, – Everywhere he goes. Yeah, he's been phenomenal uh, as just – a good quarterback, a good NFL yep. quarterback, and Dwayne That's Haskins right. is not that. And I don't think no. Alex Smith is going to play. With his injury history, he's got this calf strain he's dealing with. I don't think he's going to play. For that reason, I would lay the six. If you do think he's going to play, then yeah. take the six with, with yeah. Washington. That's, that, that's kind of where I sit on it. Yep, that's, that's the other one. By the way, it, I, I figured you're all over the Bengals this week catching 12 and a half. They're getting 93% of the bets, too. Uh, no, I'm never all over the Bengals until Joe Burrow's back. <laughs> okay. And then here's another one real quick. We don't have to talk about the game, but 80% are on the Bears. 80% are on the Bears. Whoa. Catching three on another short dog, a short favorite at home. I love the Vikings here. Only minus three. People are fired up about the Bears because they played their best game of the season last week against the Houston team that's going nowhere fast. Love the Vikings, especially after last week. Should have won, except for Dan Bailey's situation, like we mentioned. They're only getting 20% of the money, 20% of the bet. 20%, excuse me, 20% of the money is on the Vikings. I love them, only uh, giving three points here. Uh, yeah, I'm indifferent on that game because I don't know where to, where to stand on Minnesota. They had the Dan Bailey issue last week. You, you know, it's not about Minnesota. It's about the Bears. You know where to stand on the Bears. Yeah, I terrible. Do, I do know where to stand on the Bears, but th I mean, this strikes me as like a 21-20 type game. You know, could be 21-17, could be 21-20. It's a no play for me, uh, so I'm going to stay away from that one. But uh, yeah. that's go ahead, go ahead. 
that's my that's my play. I love that. That's your play. Okay. All right. The yeah, Vikings is your play for this week. The Patriots yep. is mine. It's yep. an auto play. All right. There you go. All right, uh, all right. that's everything for this week in the wide world of football. Make sure you also listen to our podcast about basketball. The NBA season starts in six days. It doesn't even seem right. It, it, seems, it seems like the finals just ended a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was actually two months ago when the finals ended. So yep. Tuesday, the NBA season starts. Head on over to our other podcast, uh, By the Hook, and we're going to break down all of the NBA future. So check that out. Thanks for listening once again. Find us on Twitter at Colby J. Powell, at Andrew Gilman. Okay, this has been another edition of By the Hook.